Big Podcast. It's Build the Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com is the website. That is where to go if you want to grow your podcast audience, make a podcast that people care about, and do something that matters, have impact with your podcast. I've got a newsletter that goes out every Friday. That is there at bigpodcast.com. You can sign up for it. It is free. This is the audio version of that newsletter. The newsletter is called Big Podcast Insider. Thus, the name of this episode, Big Podcast Insider. These are here every week, but all the links, they're in the newsletter, which is on the site, but you can get it every Friday morning if you want. That's my suggestion. It's easy, quick, and ironically, all about less is more podcasting. That's the philosophy I have for podcasting and also for newsletters. So check it out, bigpodcast.com. Have you ever heard the Tim Ferriss podcast? That's a big one. And if you go back to his early episodes, it was very common for him to have episodes that were at least two hours. And this is the joke. He's got a book called Four Hour Workweek. These things were at least two hours. So you're talking half of your four hour workweek. I mean, he was going on and on and on and going down rabbit trails, couldn't get to the point didn't know how to focus the thing. A lot of podcasters do this. They think a conversation is the same as an interview. It is not. Do your listeners want to hear a conversation sometimes? Yes, they do. But it's also important that you get to the point and have focus. Something that Tim has done recently, and this is good to see, he has had a lot more podcast episodes that come in under an hour, not even one hour. This is something that I think is important for you. People do not listen to you because they want to hear you talk. They listen to you because you have something in your brain that is going to come out your mouth, and they want that, and they want you to get to the point fast. It is very much like the situation that we are in in the United States. We've got people who are on pills, and we take pills for everything. We take pills to lose weight or gain confidence or forget something. In a nutshell, we take pills to do the things that we don't want to deal with or develop the old-fashioned way. We want a quick fix, an instant fix. This is one of the things that doctors say about painkillers. A lot of patients, they feel if they're not feeling something, like a high feeling, that the painkiller is not working. Well, the painkiller is to have you not be in pain. It's not to necessarily make you high. <laughs> but no, man, I need something stronger. Well, are you feeling pain? No. The painkiller's working. Is it getting you high? No, it's not supposed to do that, but we equate that. So I think that shows where we are as a society. We really love that instant fix. And podcasters, that's a situation that we run into. We've got an audience. They want an instant fix. They want us to get to the point. So with that said, let's move on with this issue of the Big Podcast Insider. The Washington Post, have you seen them? They've got a couple things that I think are going to be interesting to you. There's a trend in podcasting, which is shorter equals better. Tim Ferriss is going into it. But if you look at the New York Times, if you look at NPR, and in this case, the Washington Post, you will see podcasts, these morning news shows, the examples that I'm thinking about. They're seven minutes, eight minutes. Washington Post has something where they want three minutes of your time. This is for a newsletter, not a podcast, but we'll get to their podcast here in a minute. Why is that? It's because people are busy. Beyond that, we don't have the attention span or the focus 
that is needed for an hour plus long podcast. One of the things that I talk about in my book, and if you're not familiar with the book, it's called Big Podcast. I mentioned the website, bigpodcast.com. If you want more info on the book, bigpodcast.com slash book. There's a free audio book with Audible Trial. It's not a short one. It's over 10 hours long because it goes deep into podcasting. But I talk about this, and I talk about having a podcast that will fit into one of two things. One, a workout. And a lot of people, you know, if they're going to do a Stairmaster workout or something, 20 minutes. Commute, about 20 minutes. If you look at sitcoms on TV, 22 minutes with commercials. A lot of people are used to paying attention for 20 minutes. So that was my advice. Get something that will fit into 20 minutes. However, podcasting is becoming more and more popular. Sometimes people don't even have 20 minutes. And we're listening to podcasts beyond just the gym or just to commute. Maybe we're waiting on somebody. We got five or 10 minutes to kill. Oh, here's a podcast I can listen to. That's going to give you an advantage. This is something that I learned from my time in the music industry. When I got started in radio, I was doing radio promotion. And if we had a short song, there was a great opportunity for it to get more airplay because a DJ would get to the end of his shift. He's got to wait for the top of the hour, the ID, the news break, whatever he's going into. He's got maybe a couple minutes, maybe three minutes. Well, if you've got a short song, you can squeeze that in there. Say it's two minutes and 30 seconds. It's going to fit perfectly as opposed to the five-minute song or a song that's longer. And that's one of the things that you're seeing in music now. If you listen to current music, you go on Spotify and you look at the current top hits, they're becoming shorter too. This is a trend all around, not just in podcasting, not just in newsletters, but even in the entertainment that we've got. I've got an article that I link to. It's called Fewer Words Equals Better Podcast. That will help you to get going. It gives you some concepts that I got from a stand-up comedian. This guy's counting words, man. If he can tell a joke in four words, it took five words initially. He's thinking to himself, hey, I got to the joke 20% quicker. The audience is going to find that funnier over the life of this set. I've also got the link to what the Washington Post is doing. Again, all of this bigpodcast.com slash newsletter. That is the direct link. Next up, a small plan for your big podcast. Speaking of short and to the point, I posted a podcast business plan template on the big podcast Instagram page. Several people jumped on it. That link, by the way, the big podcast Instagram page, the username, it's big podcast one, numeral one, big podcast one. Go to that. You will see it. And in this newsletter, I have an example from Joanna of a podcast called Letter to My Ex that shows a good way to do this. She went through it. It takes about 10 minutes. It guides you through the things that you need to think about when you are planning your podcast. It's a small plan, but small hinges, they swing big doors. And if you go into your podcast well-prepared, we talk about sharpening the ax. It's going to make cutting down that tree so much easier. Same thing with your podcast. Not only the plan that you have going into the studio so you can record an episode, but also the plan that you have actually developing the podcast, making it a business, making money from it, going after guests that people are interested in. To check it out, it's on the Big Podcast One Instagram page, but I've got it linked directly at the newsletter. You can get the newsletter, bigpodcast.com slash newsletter. Speaking of very short messages, 
the social media that I love the most, and I like Instagram, but I really like Twitter. I like Twitter because it's interactive. If I want to reach out to somebody, I can hit them with a quick message, 280 characters. They get back to me very quickly. Who takes that seriously? It's a story I love to tell. You might've heard me say it. Richard Marks, you know, Richard Marks, he gets into trouble a lot on Twitter. (laughs) And Richard was doing some work in Nashville. I'm in Nashville. I thought he was living here. He was in town so much. So I sent him a message. I said, Hey, Richard, I'd love for you to come to the radio studio. I'd love to spend an hour with you, get in your story. Let's get it on tape. Let me know if you're up for it. Within a couple hours, I've got a message from Richard Marks. I get with his assistant. We book it. He's walking in my studio the next week. That is the power of one tweet. And it started with the message, 280 characters or less. And there are some things that Twitter is doing, because social media is so competitive, that will help you to reach even more people, make money via Twitter. They've got a great newsletter service, for example. Five Twitter updates that podcasters should be aware of. That is in the current newsletter One of the things you need to be aware of is the concept of super followers. You have to get on the waiting list for this. But if you've got 10,000 or more followers, if you're 18 years old, if you've done at least 25 tweets within the last 30 days, if you're based in the United States, and if you will follow their super followers policy, which I've linked in this newsletter, you can sign up for this early. That 10,000 follower number, I expect that to come down. Let's plan for that. And right now, even if you don't have 10,000 followers, let's get you ahead of the game because Twitter is a great way to connect directly with people. I can't tell you how many interviews that I've booked, how many people that I've talked to that I never would have talked to. Don't have their phone numbers. I don't have any idea who manages them. I don't have any other way to get in touch with them, but we can talk via Twitter. So check that out. The link, bigpodcast.com, also in the episode notes. So if you go to podcast.bigpodcast.com, you'll see all this linked within the episode notes. The next topic, Dollar Tree. You've seen it. Everything is a dollar. And there's also a store, ironically owned by Dollar Tree, called Everything's a Dollar. The same concept, everything in the store is a dollar. Like the five and dime that came before it, there is a problem at Dollar Tree, which is a dollar does not buy what it used to. Four years ago, I started a podcast for National Podcast Post Month, Napod Pomo. It was a challenge to create 30 podcast episodes in 30 days. It was starting. In fact, it had already started. I was about three days behind when I started it. I needed a title. So I said, okay, I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to call it Big Podcast Daily. I thought at the end of the 30 days, I would be done. But I ended up doing that podcast for about 250 days. I think 257 days was the exact number of daily episodes that I did. Here was the problem with that podcast. And this is the same thing that Dollar Tree is facing. Daily podcast can be a grind. The name of the podcast, Big Podcast Daily. And that daily podcast, not only was it a grind for me, it was also a grind for listeners three or four episodes would stack up, they would get overwhelmed. All right, I'm unsubscribing. I'm out of here. So I had to change the name of that podcast. That podcast became this podcast, Build a Big Podcast. And I moved forward with something less frequent. This is the lesson for you. 
And this happens a lot. So if you're going through this, do not think that you are the only one. Every week I get emails, tweets, people reaching out to me. Hey, I'm thinking about changing my name. One of the reasons that people do that is because like Dollar Tree, like Big Podcast Daily, sometimes you outgrow a name. Maybe you just feel like a change. I'm not going to judge. I think sometimes people change a name thinking it's going to be a quick fix. Something's not working. They're not necessarily putting the work in. They think, oh, if I change my name, everything's going to happen easily. And not necessarily. But if you think about companies like Fiverr, $5 Tasks, that's what they offered when they started. These days, yeah, there's some $5 things, but you've got to pay a dollar fee on top of that. So as a buyer, you're never going to get in and out of there for $5. And a lot of stuff on Fiverr, it could be several hundred dollars. Fiverr, that name doesn't really work for them. It's a quick, catchy name. They already built upon it. Dollar Tree, well, they built upon it too. So they're probably not changing their name. But you as a podcaster, you may want to consider that. Here are two things that I know about name changes. One, do it now. Sooner is better than later. The second, people will move forward with you and they're more open to a name change than you think that they will be. I want you to consider this. You probably know people, I know a lot of them during COVID that have gotten divorced. Their relationship, for whatever reason, has changed. And think about how many people that you know that have been divorced, they're going through a divorce, and they've decided to change their names. Or how many people have gotten married or maybe remarried, and they've decided to change their names. I know people, they're single, they get married, change their name, get divorced, go back to the maiden name, get married again, change their name. I know people, four or five different names. And you think about it a couple months in on the new name, like, wait a minute, what was her name? I don't remember because you know her new name. You get used to it very quickly. In a couple of months, most people will not even remember the old name. So consider that if you're thinking about a name change for your podcast. All of this at bigpodcast.com or in the episode notes for this podcast. One more thing on the subject, by the way, let me add this. If a name change is too bold for you, like, whoa, I can never change my name. It's too scary for you right now. You may want to consider changing the subtitle or the tag. I just did an episode on my sister podcast called Red Podcast, R-E-D, like the color, podcast.com. It's about changing the subtitle of that podcast. When it started, it was called the Marketing Podcast for Influencers. Influencers meant something different than it does today. When I say that word influencer today, people think, oh yeah, Kim Kardashian, social media. (laughs) That was around when I started Red Podcast, but it wasn't in the lexicon. When I thought of influencers, it was people who were influencing change, people like you, people who had a podcast, people who were speaking, people who were doing events. They were changing hearts, minds. They were building something. They had talent. They had a message. It wasn't just because they were famous and they were shilling stuff on Instagram. But names change, definitions change. I had to change with it. So consider that if you're not up for a full-on name change and it really needs to happen because whatever name you've got isn't as exact as it could have been. And we learn things as we get into something, right? If I had to go back and do it again, red, you know, it meant something at the time. It stood for real entrepreneur development. Well. 
It's not anymore. It's something bigger than that because things change when you get into a podcast. The podcast you start is not the podcast that you end up with. It's a living thing and it should change. So don't be afraid to change with it. Sometimes you're going to work with that name. I kept red. I changed the subtitle. Sometimes what you want to do, you want to change the entire thing. Divorce yourself, change your name, start over again. And it's easier to do than you think. More information on this issue of the newsletter. Next item, why your podcasts and newsletters should be shorter. This is from a radio guy. Some people say, you don't know what you're talking about. All right, well, let's talk to a radio guy. Here's the quote. A Pacific content content analysis from 2019 found that the average length of a podcast based on nearly 19 million episodes for more than 600,000 podcasts is just north of 41 minutes long. That represents a decrease of a couple minutes in a study conducted two years earlier. Still, 40 minutes is a long time, especially in our fast-paced lives. Here's where the Washington Post comes back in. I talked about the newsletter earlier. In this article, he mentions the Washington Post and the short-form audio content that they've got. Who owns the Washington Post? Do you know? It's Jeff Bezos from Amazon. He bought it in 2013. He purchased it for $250 million. People thought he was crazy. Now, to Bezos, that's pocket change. $250 million, not a big deal to him. But one of the things that he's gotten from the Post, and it's definitely something that he's got from Amazon, which is one of the reasons that you want to pay attention to him, he's got a ton of data about how people use the web. This guy is crazy. I've got friends of mine at Amazon. They are looking at every single thing that you do. That's why when you go to Amazon for one thing, you end up with five or six things. That's why Amazon is the first thing that you think about when it comes to buying anything. They've got us, man. And they do some things great. They do some things not so great. But one of the things they've got a lock on is the data that they've got on us. So you should listen to it. It's certainly worth a listen and a look to see and hear what they are doing. Again, this and everything else, it's linked in the episode notes to this podcast or bigpodcast.com slash newsletter if you want to get the newsletter. How to improve your podcast studio. It's the next item. Not only improve your podcast studio, also sound better. If you heard the last episode that I did, that was the very first episode I did in this new studio that I built. It's sort of the old studio, but I built a new studio on top of it. It's a room within a room. And I talk about that with Marcus. Marcus is a buddy of mine from the music industry. He's wired a lot of the big studios around Nashville, Music Row. He used to work for a band called Creed, if you know Creed. He released some plans for some DIY acoustic panels. And those plans are linked in the episode notes and also the newsletter, just like everything else I'm talking about. I took those plans. I redesigned them for my space. The space that I'm in now, it's five by eight by eight. Five feet wide, eight feet long, eight feet tall. And in this episode, we went deep into how to make your space the best sounding space that it can be. We looked at three different things. One of them, a portable setup. So let's say you've got a living room, a bedroom, and you put up your equipment and then you take it down. You put up your equipment, you take it down. Maybe you're going to different places where you're interviewing people remotely. He talks about how to get the very best sound from a situation like that, regardless of where you're recording. The second thing that we talked about was a situation like mine, the five by eight by eight closet, because that's basically what this is. It's a tricked out closet. 
We went deep into that. If you've got a space like that, we're going to make your closet sound better, even if it's full of clothes. The third thing that we did, we talked about what I call a spare bedroom. If you've got a spare bedroom, a home office, Marcus's space, strangely enough, is exactly 10 times larger than the space that I'm in. He uses about the same amount of panels that I've got in this small space. And his space sounds great. So we analyzed his space compared to my space, the closet, and we talked about remote panels. Here's a few of the things that we went over. We talked about the room within a room concept. We talked about recording with a monitor, what you need to know if you've got a computer monitor in front of you, how that affects your sound. Setting up a portable studio that sounds great. We talked about how to use curtains, how to deal with windows. The best place to record in your house if you have options to move from room to room to room. We talked about books and why books are a great thing to have in your studio, how they move sound around, how to position them so they can actually diffuse the sound and make what you're recording sound better. Packing blankets, are they good? We talked about it. Foam, is foam good? We talked about it. What you need to know about ceiling panels, sometimes called clouds, exactly what to do if you want to install some clouds in your space. Studio comfort, versus function. Also, what is good enough? Sometimes you want a little reverb, or do you? We talk about all of it. It is on the previous episode to this episode, so you might have already heard it. If you have not, let me tell you how to subscribe. It's going to be one of the best ways for you to keep in touch with me. I send these messages out often. The Big Podcast Insider episodes, they come out every week. I've got episodes in between as well. Here's how to make sure you don't miss any of them. Go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You will see three buttons. Pick the one that resembles how you get your podcast. I have one for iPhone. I have one for Android phones. I've got an RSS feed. Some people don't know what that is. You are a podcaster, so you know what it is. iPhone, Android, RSS. I got you covered, and it's at bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Speaking of Marcus, I have something coming up with him, and you're going to love it. This is an opportunity for you to send your questions directly to him and have him answer them. You could ask him about your space, your microphone, how to make panels with the things you've already got around your house. Ask him whatever you want. He can tell you how to make your podcast sound better. That is coming up. I will keep you posted on that. Also, for more information, as always, bigpodcast.com. I've got some episode templates for you there, some other resources to help you make your podcast sound better. So if you have not already signed up for the mailing list, in addition to the newsletter, I can get you those things. Bigpodcast.com is how to do that. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support, and I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.